0: Let's give it up for him. Amen. You know, you know, when we say, when we say a father, if you want a definition of a father, he is one. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And I know that all of us, if you are given the opportunity to talk, you can say one or two or three. Or or even more, of a counsel he gave, of a word he spoke upon your life, of a prophetic declaration he, he, ma- he, ma- he mentioned that has literally happened in your life. And, you know, for me, he's not just a reverend or a father, but he's also a prophet. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm not saying this because I'm standing here. I, I can give, I've been sharing testimonies most times when I get opportunity because I think that, you know, when you meet someone and your life begins to change and you can put your hand across certain monumental things in your life, that is because of him. You can't, you know, you can't just say, oh, it's not. And I just want to encourage all of us that it's a treasure we have and as much as possible, let's try to keep it. Amen! You know there's that height and is it's, i don't know whether it's a sickness or it's a problem or i don't know we tend to honor and cherish a man of god from afar Good. we you see because that person the person is not close to offend us the person is not close to rebuke us the person is not close to see the bad things that we know so we cherish those spirits and we listen to them. Recently, God rebuked me and told me, I see, you cannot be in a place and be feeding on a certain place, you know, because God has given set men for various places. I'll come to my message. My I message is 10 minutes. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm preaching. <here. laughs> God has given set men for. And you know, if you look at the story of the the Israelites, depending on the moment and their character, he gives them a certain leader. And so for us, he is our leader. And so the messages that he preached, even though it's on YouTube, other people, but it is really home-baked food for us. Unfortunately, some of us like the McDonald's, the KFC's, the Nando's, because we do, no, no, we don't we do not but I want to encourage you that be an ardent listener of the messages in this house. I'm telling you. don't. I'm not saying don't listen, please. Don't get me wrong. You know, some people, when they say this, I'm trying to say that. No, please, I've not said that. <laughs> I'm trying to say, and it is it, it, going to be a blessing to you. Yeah. I don't think i wasn't glad I was saying that. was well, this man of God. That every time I see everything is working, you know, the things that we see perfect. It's like edited, everything. Then one day he started rebuking the people in the church. Then suddenly the people cut the thing off. As he when they, they then they said, We are sorry for technical it was not a technical problem. We are sorry for a technical then when they, the man came back, it was all that we know, laughing with them, shining. That is what they want us to know. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying it's bad. But I see when you are here and you, got the, you get the, re, the raw form, and you compare that raw form to something that has been diluted, you think that the diluted one is better. Yes, anyway. I just thought I should say it. Say it. And I've said it. <laughs> Amen. So I want to encourage you. You know, sometimes it, uh, some people, other churches, they make it look like the man of God is no. But as much as possible, to, if you are also not careful, and see because of his leadership style and the way he's all around all of us don't come in with I'm in front, I'm at the back wink and in the wing. you know sometimes you don't see it that way but I tell you that he's a blessing for all of us and we must put him at that place one prayer that I'm always praying is that because myself, we share a lot of jokes we laugh, but Consciously in my heart, I don't see them to be, we are not co-equals at all. We are not. We are not. They are. We, they are different. So I want all of us to look at it that way. So that when he speaks to us, we honor the word. You know, yeah. We honor the word. And we not just honor his word, but we honor his words and with, also with our attitudes. Amen. God bless you. I want to preach on something very 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 briefly i've entitled let the children come let the children come and i know that even though it's about children but all of us are children of god amen yes, yes. so i'm just going to read one scripture then i will take one or two from it then we are done one man of god said that so far as jesus is not coming today we will get another time to preach you don't know whether he's coming tomorrow but we are not going to preach the whole gospel today so, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, I'll be done. Amen. Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. Help me from the New Living Translation. Mark chapter 10, 13 to 16. Mark chapter 10, 13 to 16. One day, some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could touch and bless them. But the disciples called their parents for bothering him. Verse 14. When Jesus saw what was happening, he was angry with his disciples. He said to them, let the children come to me. Don't stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Then he took the children in his arms, And place his hands on their heads and bless them hallelujah (laughs) amen i'm just going to talk you know in this scripture jesus on his ministry on earth had encounters with different 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 people and one of my favorite things i like to read in the bible is jesus encounters with people so when somebody comes to jesus with a problem a healing a sickness a demonic possessed person whatever i want to see what happens between the two you know sometimes they say that if you are supposed to interview two people whether dead alive who will you interview people will say oh i want to interview martin Luther King. i want to interview this person i want to interview this person i want to interview jesus but i tell you that the people that were around when jesus was on earth that was the best opportunity the best person to talk to one-on-one was jesus and a lot of them had that opportunity some of them came with ulterior motives like the pharisees they just wanted to corner jesus you know they it was as if they were doing cross-examination so they they try they ask leading questions just trying to pin the man but the bible makes us understand that even before you come, jesus knows what you are thinking so you can't corner him amen but one of the people that came to jesus was parents and you see the bible makes us understand you know the parents that came to Jesus, we did not understand the circumstance and around which these parents came. Yeah. You get it? And their names too were not mentioned. But one thing that I like about these parents is that some parents brought their children. And I think that one alone is a message. You know, our teacher was talking about inconsistency. But the Bible makes us understand that these parents, they brought their children. They brought their children. They, I want that to seek him. They brought their children. Amen. You know, for them to bring their children, they might have seen that this man has something that can benefit our children. Yeah. So they brought the children. Amen. And you see, I like this parent so well that most of the people that came around Jesus came for problems that they themselves were suffering from. Zacchaeus came because he wanted an encounter himself. Blind Bartimaeus came because he wanted to see. A lot of people came because it was a personal issue. The woman with the issue of blood came because she, she had an issue. But these parents were not coming for them. They were coming for their children. Of course, another set of parents, remember the, the mother of James and... Uh, they, she, when she came, she came, she wanted to strategically position her children. When Jesus. <laughs> Amen. But these parents, the Bible said that they came, they brought their children to Jesus. They brought brought their children to Jesus. And you see, the scripture also does not make us understand how busy the environment was when they brought their children. Because there are other stories that make us understand how busy people and the means they use to bring themselves to Jesus. But this scripture does not let us understand how they brought their children but i just want us to look at some of the means through which some people brought themselves and use it to let's say let's say that was how the parents did it because it's not written and see what we can learn from it but i think that if there's anything that we can learn from is that as parents and even as ourselves we have to bring ourselves to jesus Amen. amen you know sometimes yes there's a call but at certain points, too, we go ourselves. Amen. And there should be that conviction from within that you will go. Amen. Amen. And the first one that I want us to see how can we bring ourselves to Jesus? We can bring ourselves to Jesus, or we can bring our children to Jesus the Nicodemus way. How did Nicodemus bring himself? In John chapter 3, 1 and 2, John chapter 3, 1 and 2, the Bible makes us understand how Nicodemus brought himself. I want you to help me with the scriptures today. There was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we all know that, and it continues, but Nicodemus brought himself secretly. Amen. So as parents or as individuals, we can bring ourselves to Jesus secretly. In our closet, we can, we can, we can submit ourselves. Amen. So it's not just bringing your child to church or bringing your neighbor's children to church or even bringing yourself to church. But in your closet too, you can submit yourself to God. Amen. And I think that's one of the things that as believers we are lacking nowadays. We are not able to submit ourselves to God in our closet because we are very busy people. Our time is compared or bench on money. So some of us, one hour is 50 pounds. So that one hour that I'm going to submit myself to Jesus, I can use that one hour to do what? To get a 50 pounds. But I pray that we get that Nicodemus spirit and submit ourselves. For him, he did it because of his position. He thought that if he came openly, he might be rebuked and all that. But the lesson we can learn from that is that he came secretly. There are so many encounters that we can have with Jesus secretly that there's no need for everybody to know. There are so many things about our children, about our guardians, whatever it is, that we can submit secretly to God that will even be beneficial because the Bible makes John chapter 3 is basically about Nicodemus. And because he submitted himself that we got that famous scripture, John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so long, if he had not gone, we wouldn't have gotten that scripture. So what it means is that you're not going, there's something missing that you are lacking. Yeah. So we have to submit ourselves. Yeah. We have to submit ourselves secretly in prayer to God. Secretly. And you see, that, that, the, the thing about submitting our children to God in secret is that if you are not submitting yourself, you cannot submit your child. Yeah, am, I, am I making, I do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what it means is that it's not the 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 C T U teachers submitting your children to to Jesus for you anymore. That one is, we will come to that part. But there is a part that it is between you and God. Yeah. Amen. The second one that also submitted himself unashamedly was blind Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus too submitted himself unashamedly to to God. And I tell you that I think, especially where you we find, we find ourselves, you have to submit your children unashamedly to God. All oh my ownership. Blind also was shouting. They said, Keep quiet. He said, You don't know what I'm going through. If everything is fine with you, everything is not fine with me and my household. I'm going to shout. You see, something? I like our Muslim friends eh? around the Birmingham area. Recently, I heard that. It was in the news that the schools wanted to teach them something. Something. The Muslim parents went unashamedly said, "That class, our children will not be part." They were respected. But I think for us, we are too diplomatic and we are too nice, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even some of us unashamedly, our friends don't even know that we are Christians. Where do you go on Sundays or what, you know, sometimes at workplaces. They say that, oh, uh, so what do you do on, on the weekends? Oh, I have a line in. I go to the park. You are lying. <laughs> you were in church. You were in church. We are the first day I went to church, they asked me, what do you do on weekends? I said, "Me, no, I'm in church on Saturday and Sunday. I said it two, three times. So when someone, they ordered a chorus, someone will be in church. And I like it that way. Unashamedly if the person is unashamed about being, going to the pub and what, drinking his life away, me too, I'm also not unashamed to let people know that around this time to that time, this is where myself and my family will find ourselves. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you see, when you do it that way, the children too would also be unashamed. They'll let their friends know that me too, I go to church. Yeah. And when we go to church, this and this and this and this are the things that we learn. Yeah. But unfortunately, because we ourselves are not very consistent, our children too cannot be consistent on that area. Amen. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So we I I think even if I do just the, 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 the the parents brought the parents brought the children alone and we closed because of our time, it's fine. So the first one is that secretly submit. The second one is that saying unashamedly submit. Yeah. You see, if you are you are going to get, you are going to allow offences and all, because I believe that Nicodemus, a lot, uh, a lot of people made offended him. Oh, yeah. it's not about me. I'm looking for something higher. I am going after something greater. It's not about you telling me to keep quiet. We'll talk about that later. But I just want to shout. And he was shouting. And, he was, and you see, around that particular place, Jesus had a lot of people around him who were just around him but not contributing much. But blind Bartimaeus from the back was shouting his way through. We have a song we sing in this. I said, I'm, way, I'm making my way through. Oh, yeah. So, unashamedly. Yeah, yeah. There should be no shame about your faith anymore. Amen. Yeah, yeah, no shame. No shame. No shame. The third way to bring the children, or to even bring yourself, is to overcome excuses. Is to overcome excuses. And I like this story so much. Luke chapters 5, 17 to 39, because of time you cannot read it, but I will just summarize. It was about this man that was paralyzed. And his friends, there's a part that says that they tried to find a means to bring him. And the the people could not, the friends could not get. So verse 18 says that some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus. Can we continue? But they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some towels. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd right in front of Jesus. This is how somebody is submitting their, their friend before Jesus. Oh, rooftop submission. <laughs> hey! Yes. Yeah. No excuses. No excuse, no, no, no excuse whatsoever. You know what, law was saying, saying that even if you yourself cannot use rooftop, call the call the teacher. I want my children to come to see to you today. I have something very that's, that is preventing me from coming. I'm working on I'm working at cancelling, but it seems I cannot. Is there a way, rooftop experience? Unfortunately, because I'm not coming children too are not coming but i pray that from today these excuses will be overcome amen. Amen. amen yes and another one to how you can submit is by your desperation desperate desperate the Syrophoenician phoenician woman in mark chapter 7, 24 to thirty for her she also submitted she also submitted a sick child to jesus and i like the discourse between the woman and jesus and even the disciples she was not ready to get offended by whatever jesus will say the bible says, and she begged him to cast out the demon from her daughter since she was a gentle born in syrian jesus told her first i should feed the children my own family the jews it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs it's very sharp some of us that would have been the end of the conversation I think I came for help but I am not that poor I am not that desperate if you cannot help me please don't insult me on top that's why I don't like such places Anytime time I go they treat you as if you're a child I'm not a child how do you call me a dog Verse 28. She replied, That's true. Hey. Hey. You see, you've not been desperate before. <laughs> I don't even think that she heard that part of a dog. He said, That's true. Is that the answer to that? Hey. Lord, even the dogs under the table are allowed to eat the scraps from the children's plate. Good answer, he said. Now go home, for the demon has left your daughter. Amen. Amen. Desperation. Desperation. You know, and your desperation should manifest everywhere. Your desperation should manifest in your prayer, your desperation should manifest in you being desperate to make sure that your children know the Bible. You see, this thing, the last part of the scripture I read in Mark chapter 10, Jesus said that this is are, these are the kingdom of God. I think those who are pursuing other courses have even understood that scripture very, more, very much. Why am I saying that? Because now they realize that when they try to fight issues, I know you, you know some of the things I'm talking about. They try to fight issues at a level they, they, they find it difficult. So now what they are trying to do is that they have fought their way through that they start to teach children. So that by the time the children grow it's not going to be an issue. They are okay with it. And fortunately or unfortunately most of our children now know oh that my friend is this my friend is, and it's very normal. But Jesus gave us this key 2000 years ago that the, 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 the way out is to catch them young. You know, it's now or never. You know, it was, it was, it was this man, uh, uh, this preacher, they call him the Prince of Preachers. What's his name? Uh, Spurgeon. Spurgeon said that you give us the first seven years of the children and we'll change the city. Give us the first seven years of the children and you'll we'll change the city of London. Because that is the time that they are open to accept A lot of things. What are they going to accept? Amen. Amen. And that desperation even comes in us being desperate to change our own attitudes. Because, as much as you tell them John three sixteen, and the children, that one that don't register more as your attitude you are showing in the house. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Am I saying something? (laughs) Amen. Yes. Yes. So you come to Jesus with your desperation. And the last one I want to talk about on they brought their children is that some of them had to change their course. Change their course to submit to themselves. An example was Zacchaeus in Luke chapter 19. Zacchaeus was a man known to be in charge of all well delved in bribery and corruption. Yeah. He was known for it. Hey. <laughs> I don't know if, if that's the right qualification. <laughs> uh, he was known by everybody around that Zacchaeus was into that. And he was rich. He was rich. Yes, you know. He was very rich. He was rich, but Zacchaeus tried to change the course. How did he try? He, he just wanted Jesus to see him, and because of his height, he realized that he has to be helped. He has to be helped. He has to be helped. Some of us we need help. That's why some of us sometimes we have to bring our children to the Sunday school. Some of us we need help. Some that's why sometimes you have to talk to even even Pastor said that I need help on this area with my child. Can you help me? You are standing on a tree. by by that you get it and all of us we need help or yeah. hmm, all of us we need help There are certain things that we are struggling with that we need to just expose ourselves so that that darkness is taken away yeah. amen. amen but you just have to change course change course change course yeah, so. amen Aside the parents bringing their children, they they had a concern. And their concern for the children was not healing. Their concern for the children was not the food they would eat. But their concern of the children was for their souls. I told you before that everyone that came to Jesus came with an issue. And about 95% of the people that came to Jesus came because they needed healing, physical things. But these parents came to Jesus because of the souls of their children. And, I, and they knew that there was something that Jesus could do that all their efforts cannot. Yeah. And that's why we need to bring our children because there is something that Jesus can add to the emotional support, to the physical and educational, and to all those things that we are providing for the children that cannot be provided except Jesus. So they had to bring him. There's a concern. And I believe that these parents or these parents that were not named are teaching us something very important that the soul Jesus said what shall a man give in exchange for his soul so the parents brought their children brought the children to Jesus and their main concern that Jesus would touch them and this is an indication that the parents really valued their children you see you can never tell me that you value your child unless you, you expose your child to Jesus then I know that you really value your child Because education and properties are, if if you've been around for a while, you realize that we are very, very educated people who are not, you know, proper. But unfortunately, unfortunately, that was what their parents exposed them to because their parents thought that that was the highest evaluation they could give to them. Yeah. And other parents too thought that the best they could do for their kids was to Get properties, get properties, which is good anyway, very good. But that alone, will not. You know, remember the example that Jesus, did, uh, Reverend Christ told about his friend, that he drank and he sold. <laughs> he drank and he sold. <laughs> Can you imagine that going to the to the to the pub or the, with the with the TV that I'm drinking this TV away? Hey. But unfortunately, that was what was left for him. Jesus was not left for him. So, our interest that our children or even our lives get that closer relationship with Jesus shows how we value the soul. You value your soul. You value the soul of the children. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And of course, there was the disciples around. That I don't know whether that role is a, a, a very good role or it's not, but they are always trying to prevent people from coming. Hey! And I think now we have it in our churches too. You want to talk to you come and see me first. They <laughs> are trying to they are trying to prevent people. And I tell you that some of us, some of us as we ourselves are turned to disciples. We ourselves so. We, we, are, we are not in the first batch of people, of the parents that brought. We are, we, we are Because we are consistently blocking our parents, our children. Yeah. When they want to come to church. Oh, there was this. Anyway. Some of the children will send me texts. I want to come to church. But my mother is saying this, that, that, that. Then I'll call the mother. Then the mother will say, Oh, today we are going to uh, something, something, adoring. Uh, yes. The the truth of the matter is that you know there's is, there's is just a brief period that the children have that after that it shuts, and that's why we have to do a lot of work. And by that time they've been exposed to. Awesome. Unfortunately, that is the time that the parents want them to come to church. Yeah. Sad. sad now, when I call that child that now the child is the one that gives me excuse, not the mother. the child gives me excuse every time, yeah, yeah by experience yes <laughs> amen, because you see. We cannot give birth to things that we ourselves are not. That one, I've said it, and I think it is something that we really need to get it down. In Second Timothy chapter one, verse five and six, we always talk about Timothy. Timothy, Timothy. let's look at the background of Timothy. Second Timothy chapter five, chapter one, five and six. Said, I remember your genuine faith, for you shared the faith that first filled your grandmother. Lois and your mother Eunice And I know that that say that hot that hot continues say. strong in you. So you see, you see, that faith that was in the grandmother, that faith that came to the mother has come to Timothy, but now it's what? Strong. It's what? Strong. So let's let's push it to the other side. So if it is not faith and it's a very something else. That same thing, You're, you'll be surprised at the extent to which the child can do it. Yeah. Because it's, it's become strong. It's been diluted, shaking over, running over. <laughs> it's become very strong. It's become very strong. So don't be a deci- disciple that I'm talking about in this context, please. Don't block. Don't block. Yeah. Don't prevent your children and sometimes it's not like the parents are doing because it's of of like of, they don't want they think that that is the right thing for the children yeah.
1: have to go sometimes
0: we put certain classes around swimming swimming. yeah because is it sometimes is in our attempt to give our children the life we didn't have <laughs> Did we go oh yeah. Especially if you came from where I came. There was no rubber around. <laughs> 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 sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes in our attempt to give the best life, we miss the, 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 choices, the choicest life that our children should have. Amen. And of course, I would just want to end by talking about Jesus' reaction. Jesus was very angry. When Jesus realized that the, the, the disciples were trying to prevent their children, he said, Let the children come to me. And anything that makes Jesus angry should concern us. Because Jesus was not very angry a lot of times in the Bible. Few cases. Most of his anger was towards the Pharisees. Most, most of his anger. Because they were not genuine people. And another time that he was angry was when he went to the temple and they were exchanging and all that. But this anger is, you could see that this anger is an anger that could be prevented. And if Jesus was angry about it, he is still angry about it now. It's not that he he was angry then, now he's okay with it. Because it is 2022, please. He is still angry about it now. And the anger of Jesus should be a message to us. That if he did not like it then, he doesn't like it now. So please don't block them. And don't block yourself. You know, some of these things, as you are doing it, you see how Zelda is giving the scriptures. In Zelda, is somebody's mother. Yeah. Oh, you did not get that one. Yeah. Yeah. In Uh, (laughs) Uriah. Amen. Yes. And Jesus gave us a clue. He said that for such is the kingdom of God. And Jesus talked about, you see, at that stage... He talked about the receptivity of children. That at that time, that is the time that they receive. They receive. They receive. They don't even sort of, oh, no, no, no. They receive and receive and receive and receive and receive. So that's the time that we should pour in good. You pour in good stuff. Because whether we like it or not, they will mature and get to know, you know. Uh, Okay, you are receiving the other time. They will know. But you see, when the seed is sown, Sometimes they are, of course, they will be exposed to things in school, their friends, but because of that seed that was sown, see so that they will go and go and go and go, but still there will be that voice calling them. Haven't you seen a lot of testimonies of people saying that when I was young, my parents took me to church, I was this, that, 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 then I, I went haywire, then suddenly I came back? Because the seed. Remember that what Jesus said? He said, The seed is what? The word of God. The parable of the sower. I said, That seed. It's the word of God. You get it? And it's a golden opportunity. The struggles that some of us, the the children don't have it at all. You don't have that struggle. It's an opportunity for us to pour in. And of course, if you look at the children and you compare it to impact, you see that impact, too, by that time, certain issues have stopped to come in. Because setting seeds. Yes. You know, I realize most of you were saying that boys like girls, but now I realize that girls like boys more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh it's not true. Second John chapter. one, Second John. Verse 14 and Ted John verse four, the two scriptures then I'm done. I think it's four. He said, "How happy I was to meet some of your children and find them living according to the truth, just as the Father commanded. How happy." how happy. John was the one speaking. I believe that how happy we will be and how happy God will be and how happy even our society will be that when you see our children, I, I believe some 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, some of us were also children and somebody took you to children's service or somebody took you to church and by the grace of god you've been around you've been around you've not gotten it right all the time anyway but how happy how happy recently when i went to men i met one of my uh, children's service teachers we call him ma for hours. she's 70 something now and she was telling me that anytime she sees some of us the joy that she has in her heart she cannot explain And it's true. How happy. How happy. How happy. Third John 1.4. I could have no greater joy than to hear that my children are following the truth no greater joy no it's not it's not not to hear that my children are doing well in it's good that one is also good joy greater joy but that they are doing well in the world of work they are doing well as entrepreneurs they are doing well as whatever whatever but still following the truth following you see and i think that as believers we we because of our liberal attitude our base is very Shallow. And the Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The odd, that faith, whether you like it or yes, you have to. And because of that, it, it keeps growing, 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 growing. You can't believe, it. oh, he said you will not come to the church. He said, da, da, da. But I pray that God grant us all the grace. You know, it might be a message for a parent or a guardian, but I believe that it's also a happy a message for us. How happy God will be that to see you still following the truth 20 years to come. 10 years to come. Irrespective of issues that will come left. How happy and could have no greater joy than to hear that my children are following the truth. I pray that that will be something that we yearn for. Not to see our children alone but ourselves as well. You get it. And I know that we'll be blessed. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for such a word that you've given to us. We pray that even us, we've heard this, you grant us the discipline, the grace to be able to put into practice all that we have learned. And that the children and ourselves will grow in their faith and become stronger in you Build solid relationship with you. We thank you. We give you all the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen.